there was an emphasis on self and the present moment and being in tune with what the universe is wanting and that's the new age terminology that really kind of focuses I think on me, myself and I and I realized the more that I did that the more empty I felt. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers, and a real God. Today, we're going to talk to someone who is searching for enlightenment through New Age beliefs. Christine Nguyen is a Vietnamese girl who is catching onto this wave of New Age in America, and she's going to describe her experience as a New Ager. Honestly, New Age is like making a comeback these days, and I see it infusing with business owners, movie stars, and very prominent people everywhere. But is it true? Let's listen to what Christine has to say of her experience as a New Ager. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Awesome, Christine. I am so interested in learning more about your story here because you came to the U.S. as a young girl from Vietnam and heard a lot of the war stories from your family. And as you're growing up in America, you started wondering what your purpose was, all while struggling with a lot of fear in your life. Tell me a little bit what you were going through during that time. I think as a little girl, my family carried quite a bit of trauma from the experiences of war. And so for me, I kind of absorbed that and I just would become like afraid. And so I think that that trauma did impact me. So as I was trying to figure out life and really discover what was my purpose in life, I went on a quest where I just wanted to see what was the spiritual enlightenment and go after that. So I just would try so many different things and try to fulfill myself in different ways, just to kind of fulfill the emptiness that I felt inside. Oh, yeah. Sometimes in life, we can all feel that emptiness inside, you know, but I hear you traveled to different countries in a search of what your purpose was. So did you find the peace you were looking for while traveling? So I think the more that I traveled, I could see more of the human condition and suffering. And so I gradually got into New Age. And from that, I heard about an author called Eckhart Tolle. He wrote a book called A New Earth. And in that, it talked a lot about everything being focused on the present moment. Mm. So from that place, I learned a lot about the New Age, that it was about myself and being able to have enough willpower to create the things that I wanted to see in my life. So for instance, if I wanted to, you know, have a car, then I would make sure that I wrote that down and I put it out there. And that was the complete focus of my attention and through the belief of the new age that that would actually come into fruition. Mm, yeah. The new age theory of the law of attraction, it sounds like. It makes sense why this was appealing to you because you were fleeing a war-torn country you know, suffering from all that trauma. And now you're learning something that was giving you a sense of control in your life, right? 
Yes. And so I was actually becoming successful at it, becoming really honed in on that. And I had lots of friends who also practiced the new age. And so together as a group, we basically wish for things, see it happen. And so in a way, it could have been seen like a drug in itself because the ability to control things and see things happen, not realizing that there's a darker side to that. Mm, I understand. I mean, the darker side seems to be right in what you're learning, because it sounds like it's a belief that you're in full control, almost like playing God in your own world. You can control the good things coming to you by simply writing them down, and somehow the universe will bring it to you. Correct. But even though you saw it work sometimes, it left you feeling empty inside. Tell us about it. Exactly. And so in my quest, there was an emphasis on self and the present moment and everything being about the present moment. So decisions that were made all had to be kind of subjected to being in the present moment and being in tune with what the universe is wanting. And that's the new age terminology that really kind of focuses, I think, on me, myself, and I. And I realized the more that I did that, the more empty I felt. Mm, I see, Christine. I understand you're doing spiritual practices in the new age called drum circles as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the drum circles was just a gathering of people that I called friends. And at the time, we would just pretty much chant out and recite certain things. And there would be times when there were like specific chants. And all of that where it was just a sense of making ourselves feel good in the present moment. But there would also be times where, you know, if I focus on something or I say something or if I write something out enough times that I can make it happen for myself. Ah, so it's like a community of people who believe all at the same time at getting what they want. So interesting because it's pretty spiritual, like a church, you know, but different. So did you ever have thoughts like, what happens when you die? What did you believe in as a new ager about that? I think that that was the one part that I saw as missing from the new age equation, because there were some answers that couldn't be answered. For instance, you know, what was the purpose of suffering? And also what does happen in the afterlife? Those were answers that the new age could not answer for me. Yeah, I understand how you could feel that way. But one day you got an answer to that question when you moved in with a woman as a roommate who shared something with you one day when you came home looking and feeling so down and depressed. Tell us a little bit about that experience. So I remember I had just finished going to one of my drum circles. I came home and she sat me down and she actually shared her experience, which is that in the 1970s, she was very involved in new age thinking. She was like about to die basically. And all of a sudden she found healing. And in sharing her testimony with me, she explained the gospel and that accepting Jesus into my heart would impact my life. And when I heard that definitive question, if I were to choose life or death, I said, I choose life. And in that moment, I felt just so much transformative power in my heart, like my life had changed Mm. because I realized that what I was doing was wrong for me. And so it was a turning point for me. Ah, so your life changed from that point on. So did it fill the emptiness you felt inside for most of your young life? So 
I definitely feel like I have found a purpose and some of the things that I had experienced before, like drinking and, you know, just the things that I would use to fill the emptiness. At that moment, there was such a shift in my life where there was a purpose and I felt that I had a new life and that I had a life that I could give and share with other people. And so for me, it was such a powerful experience that to this day, I know that, you know, basically my life was saved. I'm so thankful for that. Mm, Wonderful. I believe there's someone right now who's dabbling into New Age beliefs. They might not even know it, but they're looking for answers. What would you say to them, Christine? So I just want to say that there is hope. There is hope for your life and your life is so meaningful and that you are loved and that you are valued. And so just know wherever you're standing right now, that you are not alone and that God cares for you and that God loves you. Ah, Christine, I am glad you found true fulfillment in Jesus Christ. And I believe that someone right now, that their lives are being touched by Jesus. Thanks so much for being on our show. Thank you. Hold tight. Let's go a little deeper right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what are you thinking about this? I think it's good for us to be aware that there is a type of thinking out there that you can just create your own world through focusing on channeling your thoughts so that the quote-unquote universe can bring good things to you. Well, what Christine was describing, what she was learning was the law of attraction, which is a new age thought created by Phineas Quimby in the 1800s who believed in mind healing and hypnotism. That's the roots. This belief evolved into the law of attraction where nowadays new agers would believe that like attracts like. And, you know, they go around, they focus on positive thoughts, being positive, having good vibes. And they believe that if they do that, the universe will naturally just bring good things to that person. This idea is attractive to many because it gives this false sense of control where you feel like you could create your own destiny. That's why it would make sense that it would appeal to those who want prosperity And it could cause someone to believe that they have control over their own destiny. Even Christians have come to believe in the law of attraction, which is sad. Why is it sad? Because the law of attraction has a hint of truth, but it's not correct. It's actually perverting a truth. It is true that the Bible tells us to be positive despite going through suffering, that a greater outcome often comes about. But God's will is not for everyone just to be rich and famous. That simply is a narrow frame of thinking. You see, you can't create your own environment from the inside out. If you could, then you would be a god. 
This is just like Eve being tempted in the garden. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 through 5 says, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die if you eat of it. The fruit is what he's talking about. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now look at this. She was already made in the image of God, but that wasn't enough. Satan, who himself wants to be God, now tricking Eve into thinking that same way. And that, my friends, is a fallacy of the law of attraction. It's a subtle way to get you to believe that you can be your own God, that you can create your own destiny. No more pain, no more sorrow, only prosperity. This is a false sense of control, friend. It always ends up bad because Yahweh, the Lord, is the Lord who created the universe as matter, not a spiritual being. Now, I want to take a moment to just pray about this because this is something that is really the root of control and needing to control your own destiny. My friend, what if you were to trust God that God has a great destiny for you? I want to take a moment and pray for that person. Lord Jesus, we just come to you and there's someone right now who's being led by your spirit, Lord, to just say, gosh, that's me. I'm trying to control everything. And it just keeps wrecking. It keeps getting worse. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my destiny to you, knowing that your plan is much better than mine ever could be. I ask for this, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, for just a blessing for my friend right now. In Jesus' mighty name. I hope you are blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. See you next time.